0: Hey good folks and welcome to Unchurched. I'm Reverend Kojo and I've got two of my very good friends here. I've got Minister Jamar. Yes. And I've got my good friend Braxton here. How you doing? Now now the purpose of Unchurched is to talk about the things that the church is not dealing with. Because as a, as a body and as Christians, we are the church. The church yeah. is not a building and it's not a, a name or a brand. Yeah. And so we've got to deal with these issues if we want there to be a church in uh, the days to come. Yeah. So, Mr. Jamar, tell me about your week, what you had going on this week.
1: Uh, I had a hectic week. um, it's always crazy for me. Once again, I work with the public um, outside of the church, and you know you don't know what you're going to get with the public. Then I go home and I got four kids and a wife to deal with, and then that's more craziness, but I'm, I'm excited and I'm happy that God is still blessing me in spite of it. All
0: right, my friend Bryson, what you got going on um, for, for what I
2: do, my job, my 9 to 5 every day. I do a lot of traveling, and I was in Louisiana this past week, so um, I made a drive to Houston for 12 hours. Then I stayed there for a day for some training, then I drove four hours to
0: Y'all, this guy
2: drove in from Houston yesterday to be with us today. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of driving going on. And then I drove to Louisiana before I was in Houston for the week to do some testing. And um, I was in the sun most of all that time. So I got a nice, nice tan and doing some problem solving. I'm, a, I'm an engineer for my company in Atlanta. And so I'm over the lot. So, that's
0: it. You know, moving, moving, moving. And, you know, my week started out, if we want to say Sunday's the beginning of the week. My, month, my week started out preaching twice in the day. Then I had to turn around and go to Orange Beach and then come back to Auburn, then get back to Birmingham, and then go back to Auburn and back to Birmingham. Uh, so, I've just been all over the place. Uh, but I'm happy to be here at Unchurched. We've, we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, but can we talk about how hot it has been? Like, it is so
2: outside i don't know anything about heat till You go further down go to louisiana about the bayou go to houston well the humidity is about the same temperature as the heat it's 100 um, the gauge is say 99 degrees but it feel like 110. see i can't deal i can't deal
1: yeah that's why i don't want to go to hell um, i hear it's hot every day so <laughs> i want to stay with from the heat
0: gotta
1: be honest with you Alabama but, feels like hell right now. Say that sure. now,
0: I think it was like 98 degrees today. I was sitting there eating my magic-titty crabs. If you hadn't been there, like, that's the place you want to go. And, uh, y'all, I couldn't. I was sitting at the park in the car in the air conditioning because it was too hot to get out to eat in the park. Um, that's just how hot it is. But today we want to talk about depression. Depression. Um, I'm sure you saw that Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade and uh, committed suicide within the last week, and then we know people commit suicide every day. I, mean, I just want to talk about depression because y'all, y'all have all heard, you know, pray, pray your way through.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so before I give you my opinion, I want to hear what y'all think about that. You just pray, pray about
1: it. For me, being a minister, of course, that's that's one thing we tend to go to is prayer. We always tell someone to pray about this, pray about that. Um, It doesn't work 100% of the time. The reason I say it this way, because you can pray about it, but that person's mental state may not be in the right place. Um, I, I think about myself. Sometimes I get a little depressed, get a little down, and um, it's always finances for me. It's always money. But I think about Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade. She's worth 200 million. He's worth 16 million. So it's not money in their situations. Sometimes you need somebody to talk to, someone to help you through those things, and um, they don't always have that. And in Kate Spade's instance, she left a note behind um, saying it's not her daughter's fault. So it's something in her life that threw her off. Um, Bourdain. They said he had a relationship problem, and then threw him off. So they may not have had that person to talk to, but it's always going to be your mental state. It's going to be how far you are going into that depression that takes you away. Um, so I said prayer can work, but you need more than just prayer. You need to speak, talk with somebody to speak through it.
0: All right. So Jamar's a preacher. That's his perspective. And what's
2: your perspective? My perspective is, I feel like a lot of people, especially people that are depressed, they try to ask for advice from other people. Um, I feel like when you go through depression, or you're sad, or emotions come into play, you kind of don't know how to take stuff. You try to yeah. ask your people, but I feel like I don't know why, but we always tend to ask the worst people possible for advice come on things come that on. don't really help. Yeah. Um, you ask a person about advice about money from a broke person. You ask. Person about love advice from somebody who has 13 lovers and counting, <laughs> and so I feel like when it comes in for back to the prayer thing, I feel like you know people will tell you pray about stuff, but they don't pray about their problems. So yeah, it? it's, it's all about it's all about make sure you watch who you get your advice from and watch and see how they take their own advice. Yes. And sometimes I mean your best advice is your own advice. You really you know you you know you better than anything, and you might have a problem and you might give it to somebody. I might tell Jamar about my problem in a completely wrong way. He gave me advice based on what he heard, but I really didn't tell him the real full scope of what I'm going through. Right. So I might break it down to him. It might it might not make it seem like what it really is, what's really going on. I might say, I'm having a money problem. It really it's like, I'm bankrupt. I've got $30,000 in debt. You know, it's not just, I'm broke, I need money for food. It's like, I'm destitute. Right. So, break it down the proper way.
0: I feel I feel you on that, I feel you on that. And, and I feel like I'm like a marriage of the two. And so while I am, I'm the preacher and I'm a priest of gospel and you know, I'm licensed and ordained and all that good stuff, and I believe you ought to pray every day about everything. But prayer, faith without works is dead. And so if you got some mental issues going on and you feel depressed, you can't get out of the bed, you over here, you hot one day, cold the next day, you need to go talk to somebody. And you need to go talk to somebody that got a, a doctrine in dealing with your issues because if you're not talking it out, nobody can help you. And so, but those doctors are trained to look at your situation and be like, okay, this person's bipolar, this person's just sad, this one is a full-fledged depression, this is clinical depression, this is chronic depression. But if you don't talk to somebody who's equipped to handle your issues, I get really happy when kids come to my office and they come talk to me because I can help them on a spiritual tip. But there's some kids that I say, hey, talking to me is good, but you need to go see somebody else because I can help you with the prayer tips, but if you don't pray your prayer, with um, moving forward with some clinical medicine or some exercises, it's not going to get better because you're not working your faith. Yeah. You know, one of my big things is you got to employ your faith. If your faith ain't doing no work, <laughs> it's unemployed on the couch. Sure. You, you can believe yeah. it all day. Sure. Yeah. You know, me and Braxton, I can say, Braxton, hey man, I want to make some money, but if uh, I don't I mean, do what he tells me to do to make the money, am I going to make the money? No. So well, I sure. think I think that's yeah. how it works. But um, when but when think about this, this, that marriage of the two. Like, so when you're a Christian and you're going through some things and you like, you're like, I think we've all been the person that people look to. Uh, I, I think all three of us have been in that situation where you're sitting here you like, people usually come to me for advice and I don't have advice. What are the things that you do when you get lost?
1: For me, of course, being, being a minister, I'm, I'm going to prayer. Um, that's my first place. But for me also, i got a friend I talk to but if he don't have the right advice, which sometimes he does not, uh, I'm not gonna say his name because he may get mad, but he does not have the right <laughs> advice, um, I'll go to my wife, I'll talk to her. Um, I, I'll talk through my issues with her. You gotta have that person to turn to to help out. Um, I was the only child, um, so I grew up alone, basically a lonely person, not knowing how to filter my, my feelings and how to talk things out, um, especially in a house full of women. Um, so that can always be, you know, a little sticky itself because there's no men around to teach me how to do certain things. So I would question myself and question different things. Um, and i would get depressed about certain things. But it always turned back to prayer and just find a, an outlet to talk through myself or whatnot. And uh, sometimes I bottle things up inside myself and I keep it to myself opposed to letting that out sometimes. And um, that can be dangerous in itself as well. So I have to you have to talk the thing out, talk to God, talk to someone who's going to listen, um, even if they don't say anything back, but just a shoulder to lean on. And that's how I get through my stuff.
2: Yeah, what about you? I get through my stuff. I kind of break it down for myself. First, I got to pinpoint, like, what's the real issue? Yeah. And, like, I'm lonely. It's like, am I really lonely or is it something that I want from somebody? Mm-hmm. I'm angry at somebody. Like, am I really mad at them? I'm just frustrated because they didn't do what I wanted them to do. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I got to pinpoint what's the real problem is what's really affecting me. And, you know, if I figure it out and now, you know, I thought like I can find a solution. Or, or if I don't figure it out, it's like, man, this is really confusing me. That's when I go to somebody else. Um, I talk to Rev all the time. I talk to other friends. I got other friends that I talk to. I hit up a call, and the same thing with them. And you know, above all, I always, I always have God in between everything. When I'm trying to figure it out with myself, I'm talking to Him to make sure he's like, am I crazy? No, okay. And then I go to, and then I go to Rev. And it's like, she crazy? No, okay. And that, and that continue. Right. I always keep doing that. As soon as I, I get, I get through it. Um, sometimes. It's crazy, but sometimes it's time. Like, literally, time is time is medicine. That's it's, it's, a, it's a different type of medicine, it's a spiritual, it's a physical, it, like, it, it goes in all types, of grounds. Time, just itself, you just need to di- time and distance. You kind of, you can get yourself away from things and just not look at it, because you can be so up in something that you can't see the full of Right, picture. And right. then, like, you see, like, a pretty, pretty face just right there in your face, it's all you see. And then you back up and you see tentacles and you see right. barbs, you see thorns. Like, what's that doing? Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of things going to it. So with me, it's um, pinpointing with myself, seeing if I'm crazy, checking myself with other people, and then you know, time and distance.
0: Well, I'm gonna be real with y'all. For me, it's it's a it's a plethora of things. And so, but I think the first step for me was always let's make sure make sure I'm not losing it. And so, I would go see a shrink, uh, because folks were saying, oh, we think you're losing it. Well, I found out I wasn't losing it, um, but I went to the shrink and I, I went and found out, and then I talked through some things. I think the other piece for me is making sure I'm in balance. You know, am I working out? Am I, am I praying every morning? Am I, um, am I reading? Am I feeding my mind? Am I doing all of the things that make me holistically myself? because sometimes we can be all focused on one thing working. I want this new business to work, 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 that I'm neglecting everything else. I could say, I, I could be focused on a relationship working, and I'm focused on making them happy, but I'm over here, I'm barely bathing. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not eating right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing all this stuff. And so, but then you upset that the relationship's not working, but because you're neglecting these other things in your life, it's not gonna work. Yeah. And so when we start talking about mental health, you're just like your body health your body's health, when you start neglecting things in your body, yeah. things go awry. When you start neglecting things in your mind and the other portions of your life, things go awry. So for me it's all about balance. My mama preached that to us when we was children. I used to think she was crazy.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. And so very started talking about balance and you know health and homeostasis, I feel like when it comes to depression, that's a big part of it. I feel like people get depressed because, you know, their life just isn't in balance. Like it's too yeah. much of one thing. It's too much. It's too much, you're too much involved with one person. Your work, work is yeah. too much. You're always at work. Um, you, the money gets tight. You're mm-hmm. too much focused on your money. It's all about balance. Same thing with the body. Um, for example, something might, like, something that'd be crazy like the way our muscles and our tendons and everything work um, pressure points. For example, you might have a pain in your neck, but it's from a problem in your foot. Right. And, and that's amazing, right? Same thing in your car. I mean, something go wrong, another thing happens because of it. I um, mean, in your engine, you know, if you're running a gas your car don't work. So <laughs> one thing leads to another, stuff like that. If you, if you drive and your tire blow out, what's gonna happen? You tire your rim going hit the ground. You're gonna drive on a broken rim, your rim will not mess up, you can't put a new tire on it, you gotta buy a new rim. And then that costs money to get new love nuts. It can go on and on and on and on from one thing. So yeah. it's like pinpoint the problem and fix it and fix the problem because people wanna fix every other thing that happened because they're probably not fixing the source of the problem. Yeah. So it's all about finding the source and you know trying to find a balance in your
0: life it's the truth. It's, it's the complete truth but then i also think if you find yourself in a situation where you realize that something is wrong you got to reach out to the folks that care about you that's yes, it um i you know i, I look at uh, somebody really dear to me i think that they would have been depressed for the last year and a half and i missed it hmm. Um, and it shook me at my core this week as I'm sitting there talking with them and I'm talking to other people about it and I'm looking at the signs that I missed that I wrote off and was like, oh, just pray about it. Yeah. Um, You know, but we're call we in deep relationship, you know, but they, you know, they were depressed and I missed it. And so I think, A, for the first piece is that as friends, we gotta keep a check on, on, our, on our people. Yeah. You know, if I call this guy my friend, and I call this guy my friend, hey, he, he sound a little off, or I hadn't heard from him, and we normally talk once a week, and I ain't heard from you in three. Hey, I might need to show up and do a drive-by. What's up, bro? Hey, let me. you, you wanna meet up? You wanna do something? They say you don't wanna meet up? Well, maybe I need, to, I need to go to your house. Hey, what's up? And sometimes being pushy is what your friends need because when we start talking about this suicide thing, it's that deep, y'all. Yeah. It's it's that deep. I was reading a thread on Twitter this week and the girl was in a deep depression. Her daddy had just died. She wasn't coping. She had to move out of the family house because when her dad left, they didn't have the money. And she was she hadn't even unpacked those things in her apartment and she was really slipping away. She was trying to figure out how she was gonna kill herself. One friend said, hey, 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 what's wrong? And she was like, she was being rude to him, snapping. He rallies all the friends up, they come by, they take over, they redo her apartment, put it together for her, and it it didn't take her out of the depression, but it made her feel better. And sometimes you just kinda gotta take the reins, hey, I care for you, I love you, we in this thing together. Cause sometimes, I I don't know about y'all, I feel very alone in this thing. Um, Especially being a preacher, and then people expect things from you they expect your life to look a certain way and when it just don't seem like it's lining up like that you're like oh i feel like i can't talk to nobody because then they're going to say i'm a hypocrite
1: yeah and you know you end in the alone like i i had to go to the bible in matthew when uh when jesus was in the garden of gethsemane he he, he ran into that Where he asked him to, to stay up and be with him yeah and he prayed and, and it, even jesus himself even i want to call it depression but he got a little depressed because he asked god why, why me? Yeah. But he told him let, let your will be done and not mine's. And, and, and sometimes we get down on ourselves and we, we, we beat ourselves up, but it's because somebody else let us down. Um, I heard about a story of a young lady whose husband always verbally beat her up, tore her down, told her she wasn't this, she wasn't that, she wasn't pretty. And she got so depressed that one day she actually tried to take her own life by burning herself up. Oh. She, she didn't die. She set
0: herself on fire. Set herself
1: on fire. Because she was so depressed from him beating on her so bad, she, so, you know, when you get married, you expect that person to be one with you, yeah. to uplift you, not beat you down, but she did not know how to get out of that depressed and that bad relationship. So she tried to kill her own self. So right now, she's walking around with scars from that past abuse and that past hate, but now she loves herself and she's telling her story, but that depression is real when you feel alone and nobody's there to push you the way you need to be pushed in the right direction, and that's yeah. what she ran into.
2: Um, I feel like with that story, you really gotta learn yourself because he said a part about how Stuff in the past affected our future. So yeah. I feel like, you know, especially when you're young, it's stuff that happens to you. Stuff people say to you. people, Stuff people really talk about you and stuff. And it really affects you down to your deep, deep psyche. Yeah. And it becomes ingrained in you. You start doing things. You don't really understand why. But you never even try to figure out why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why are you the way you are? Why do you do things the way, the way you do? Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you do that, you will learn a lot about yourself and about how you respond to it. And
0: I think that... That'll, like you said, that'll take you beyond depression. Oh, I think when you start looking at why you do things yeah. and why you behave in a certain way, that'll help you in your relationships, it will help you on your job, it will help you with your friendships. Because if I know that I get upset if you smack.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: Yeah. If I know that about me, that means that when I'm around somebody who's doing that, I need to dial me back. I'm gonna tell y'all a story. I was in Atlanta this, this March and i had a friend you know a good friend of mine we would travel together and we've been in a weird place recently i was angry with my family because they were not acting like i wanted them to act on the trip they were moving slow and i mean i had to go i sat down in the lobby because i was angry like i was fuming and while i was sitting down i was like it's me
1: yeah
0: because we had been in new york previously and i was angry with them We went went somewhere else and I was angry with them. I went on another trip with some other friends and I was mad at them because they wouldn't do right. And as I sat in the lobby, I was like, I'm mad that these people won't do like I want them to do because I'm I'm used to a certain way of doing things. And so at some point, we have to look at us and say, okay, why is it that I'm reacting to this this way? I'm not saying that your depression or your issues are your fault, but we all react a certain way and we understand the way that we think.
1: That will help us react to other people better. Yeah, and, and, so, and, yeah. and with, with that young lady's husband, that was him. He, he was yeah. pushing off what was going on with him onto her, and it pushed her into a deep depression. Yeah. And that's like, you got to find out what's going on with us. And I tend to get that way sometimes. If, if I get upset about something, I push it onto my wife. If, if I got all hell inside of me, I'm going to push it to her and I don't curse, but she, she she used to not curse. I had a spirit cursing on me. <laughs> now, if she gets mad, I'm called every name in the book except for a child of God, but it makes me feel better <laughs> because now I'm no longer angry, yeah. but now she's mad, and she's mad for days on end, and then I had to walk around on eggshells at this point. <laughs> I know that's bad, but we get to that point we gotta find out what's going on inside of us before we push that bad mojo or that bad karma on someone else to make them upset.
0: Yeah, and that goes the same way when you're dealing with friends that are in a low place. Okay. because just because i don't i wouldn't react your way or i wouldn't want to get out of the bed or like for me when i'm if i'm depressed you know i'm still getting out of bed i'm still working i'm still up at eight i'm still you know up at five praying. out the house by eight i'm still doing everything my i'm in my head i'm sad i might might be eating clean but i'm still functioning yeah. but just because somebody else can't get out of the bed or just because somebody starts to spend the money like crazy does not negate their experiences That's like true. it does not negate the way that they're feeling because just because i don't react that way don't mean that brison don't react that way or the jamar don't act,
2: act that way just because you don't understand somebody don't mean they crazy right. and i used to feel like that way about some people some people they tell me things i'm like crazy because that don't make any sense yeah and i be talking about myself and then recently i found out like a lot of people respond to that similar thing a very similar fashion So it's really if you feel like somebody's talking to you or coming to you about advice and you just don't understand, tell them. Tell them straight up. I don't understand what you're talking about. I really don't relate to what's going on. And if anything you wanna help, you can try to find somebody like them. I let them know when you do come across somebody that's going through something similar. It's like, yo, I just found somebody that's going through the same thing, you know, maybe y'all can link once or twice. Y'all can figure this thing out. And you never know. And by doing that, by really step, taking a step back and not responding to things that you don't understand in you know, a way of fear, a way of, like, I don't care, or a way of, if it's not this way, it's wrong, yeah. you learn, you'll elevate yourself, become a different person, a better person, a yeah. great person.
0: And but that doesn't make you any less Christian, no. yeah. you know. Dealing with these things doesn't make you any less saved. It don't make you any less uh, a, f- a friend of God. Because like, you know, I, and I can't remember if I've said it or not, but you know, faith without works is dead. And so he realized that we were gonna get sad. Like he said, Christ was in the garden of Gethsemane sweating blood. Y'all, y'all, y'all know, that's a clinical illness, a mental illness. Like when you are stressed, that happens to people when they are in extreme stressful situations. They sweat, so he's got this, this clinical situation going on because he's stressed. Christ had mental illness going on And we know he was perfect yep. But that didn't mean that things didn't bother him That's it Okay And so just because you saved Are you the preacher or you in church Are you the pastor's wife Pastor's child Just because you feel like people are looking at you Does not negate the fact that If you can get a cold You can get a mental illness That's you know?
2: it For sure. For sure
0: Because For sure. the brain is just as much an organ As your immune system And everything else that's functioning within
2: you With that you need to be healthy You need a. Cause sometimes stuff loses balance, stuff gets thrown off because you're not healthy, because you're not working out, you're not eating right, you're not you're not putting positive spirits into your body, you're not being around positive people and stuff. All that stuff matters, all that stuff come into play. For example, if you, I mean, I just say for a week as a challenge, just eat right every day and try to work out. And when I say work out, you don't gotta go pumping iron, you don't gotta go do 45 minute cardio. Get up and walk and do something different this that you just don't do, you get up and walk, Early in the morning, eat four, four meals a day, do all that type of stuff and just see if you're going to feel different. Because you feel different, you can feel more energy and it's like, you know what, it affects your mind. You're you more energetic, you're more happy. It's like, you know what, I want to go outside and stand in the sun. But now, don't be like Rev because Rev and the sun don't play too well. Gotta, so, so wear your sunblock. If you ain't blessed with beautiful, beautiful black skin, melanin, or sunblock, stay out of the sun. Please, <laughs> please, don't do it to you. Especially in Louisiana, you in Alabama, you in the South. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like just with that, it, it's a, it's a, it's a lie. Um, read a happy book. Go, go, go be around a joyful person, somebody that, when they're around you, it can be your wife, it can be your best friend, it can be your dog, it can be your cat, it can be your dog and your cat, it can be whatever can be you want. It can be a comedy it's show. It be a comedy show. Anything that fills your spirit with joy, that helps. Our bodies are so intricate. God designed us in a way that we just don't understand. So many different things can affect us. So many different things can affect us. Positivity and yeah. negativity. Yeah. So it goes back to me saying you need to be around positive things. Sometimes. Sometimes you get the because you're always around negative stuff. People that work complaining. Your yeah. yeah. friends complaining. Your parents complaining. Your, your girlfriend complaining. Your dog howling because his left foot hurt. Every negative thing is gonna affect you. So be around some positive. Um, Read the Bible or read a happy story in the Bible. Stay out of Judges. (laughs) (laughs) Read a happy story. Um, Treat yourself. Go get your foot beside. Go lay out. Take a nap if you don't take a nap. Yeah,
0: But the key is is figuring out the things that speak to you like anybody know I, I love the water. I love the water And so I was really happy when I found out that the first time that you hear the Holy Spirit mentioned in the Bible He was it was mentioned in tandem with the water because I'm like, you know, that makes sense But for me that speaks to me. I know people who hate the water yeah. that ain't gonna speak to them mm-hmm. You know and so just because I say when I'm having a bad day that I need to get to the water, that doesn't mean just because Reverend Kojo said that's what I'm gonna do, that don't mean that that's what your, your answer is. And just because somebody says, oh, go take deep breaths, I had a shrink tell me take deep breaths when I got mad. That make, taking the deep breaths pissed me off, okay? It made me upset. Because I was like, this is not working, this is a waste of my time, this is stupid. And so you've got to figure out your own little tango, okay? And if you can figure out your tango, you can move through this life a little bit better. It doesn't mean that, that you're not going to get upset. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get sad. But the process, y'all, the process is, is a part of your progress. And if you're not willing to figure out what it is, don't get upset that you're not seeing any progress. Because depression will come up with that too. If you feel like you've been going in circles for too long, That'll, that'll put you down the hole. you like, I've been working the same job for 10 years. I ain't got a promotion. And I'm sitting over here watching my wife decline. I'm watching my husband decline. I'm watching this happen. My kids ain't acting right. You watching the same story over to, Like He said, it won't work. Do something different.
1: Mm-hmm. Or if you try to live like someone else, um, that'll, that'll drive you crazy too. Yeah. If I see what Brass is driving that new um, BMW, and I'm like, man. I ain't got it. What's going on with me? Don't do that. You get yourself depressed. Don't don't
2: be paying attention to other people like you live your life because you don't know what they did to get that car. You don't know what they're doing to keep that car. And you don't know what they're going to have to do in order to get rid of that car when they don't need it.
1: Oh, what they're going
2: um, through, and hey, social media that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, the social media, we're gonna talk about that later. It's a lot, it's a lot. I could, I could, I swear, I could make you believe I'm Drake's cousin on social media. Facebook, million. I now. could go to the office, get I'm to go to all his concerts, I could be outside of his house talking him. That's I can Photoshop believe what I, the list people go to to, to ATE, present to you this life that they're not really living. So don't 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 get too caught up in it. I mean people might see like oh, I'm driving this nice car, this nice car, that ain't that car, that's their manager car. Oh I got all this jewelry, I got all this money, that ain't that jewelry, the they that money. They work in a jewelry store. That's, that's what it is. not there. So be careful what you see and be careful what you try to um do I want to use the word allies? Yeah. Use yeah, the, like, who, the word, yeah. Don't idolize these people, don't idolize these things, don't idolize Just don't idolize unless it's God. Is it? Don't do it.
0: Yeah. And then he's not an idol. <laughs> he, he is God. He, like, he's the one he and only. What it is. Uh, it but, with it. And then when you feel yourself yourself shrinking back, reach out to people that care about you.
1: That's it.
0: You know? If you know, and, and, and I know that that's a hard one because I'm not good at it. Um, if I feel myself shrinking, I might go talk to somebody, lay on somebody's couch. But I'm not, not going to be like, hey, Braxton, I'm really struggling with this. I've been having to recently, uh, but you know, hey, Jamar, I need to talk. That's it. And if you, but there's two sides to that, okay? So reach out if you feel yourself slipping, but if you're too far not to slip, it. Hey, Jamar, see, I noticed you have not been talking recently. That's it. Bro, what's going on? It's it. You know, you you got the, it's a tangle. This thing called like we need we need each other.
1: We need. That's it. We
0: desperately need each other. That's why church is so important. It's it. And that's why church is so important that it not be a mess hall. Okay. Amen. That it not be a place where people feel other. That's it. You know, because it's in the community and that, that relationship that we build. Well, I can say, man, I'm struggling right now. And we can both walk with our limbs and it. use our strong legs to get through this thing. That's it. But if both of us are over here looking at each other with a limp, we both, nobody has a strong leg to
2: use. That's it. And honestly, I felt like, she's talking about community. I, I really feel like some, at one point, I was really frustrated because I had my own problems and I felt like everybody was coming in with theirs. And I and I, and I, I felt like I did help people with those problems. So. I mean, that's a good thing, but sometimes I just felt like I didn't want to hear I I, I, I I didn't want to listen to you talk about the same thing. I didn't want to listen to you about your problems. I got my own problems and I deal with them differently, so I guess I'm upset about that. But one thing I'm doing differently for myself is like, I just look at life different. I, I'm, I'm going to spread love to all my friends. Yeah. yeah. To spread it, spread love to people that I normally would spread love to. Like, I don't know what happened, but recently I took this upon myself to just be like, I'm going to love people. I'm just going to really Treat people good and so when I walk past people on the street that's asking for money my mental state used to be like He probably got like a hundred thousand dollar house and he probably got all the money in the world But I don't anything like that no more um, If a man asking for money and I got, and I have some money on me, I'm not gonna lie, and I got some cash I can grab real fast I'll give him a couple of dollars. Um, I was coming back from my Houston trip I had in a road nine hours and I had to get off to go see my parents and this guy was out in the hot sun asking for money there was about 12 cars in between us. The car at the very front gave me about $2. And then, so the other cars were slowly rolling up and I'm in my truck. Nobody, I was trying to see how many was going to give this man anything. I mean, he had a white t-shirt on, jeans. He had just a, a small sign, a very small sign. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even know if he said anything so small. And and I was trying to see if anybody's going to give him anything, look his way, say, how you doing? And so I had a cool of water in the back. I didn't have any cash on me, so I gave him something. So between 13 cars, only two cars gave to spend anything. I didn't give him any money, but I gave him some water. And I was going to see what he was going to do with it. Was he going to take that water and just put it down, uh, put it to the side, and be showing me, like, I just want money. I don't want your water. But I gave him ice cold water. I swear he drank the whole thing before I, before I even pulled it off. Pull it off, it, was it was off, it off. P- I traveled to a lot of cities. I traveled to Chicago. I travel to Louisiana, I travel, I travel to Atlanta, Houston. It's, it's a lot of stuff going on out here. And it's, it hurt me to see people come up to you and they don't say, can I have a dollar? They say, please man, help me. Please give me some money, please. I'm struggling. And it's, people, I saw a man eat out of a trash. I saw a man, his feet was wrapped up with duct tape and newspaper. <laughs> and it's like, wow wow i mean hey sometimes that gets the people depressed depressed honestly yeah people just hate to see that They hate to see people struggling like that so that's what i did for myself if you got a problem you want to talk to me about it Talk to me about it i'm gonna do much as i can to help you and i take it makes me happy yeah. to know that you can get somewhere
0: i feel you i feel you. it's i'm being real with y'all it's this woman that goes to our church now and she's there every sunday and i thought that she had a problem you know, y'all know what I mean. I thought she had a problem, but as I began to talk to her, she don't want any money. She don't want, you know, she you, she's asking me to go get her hot dog before, but she don't want any money. The woman really just wants to belong. Yeah. You know, and when you sit down and hear her story, like she came from an abusive marriage where she had three kids, and the man used to beat her, and he beat her so much she mentally snapped, and and so she had been the same, so she snapped and killed him. And so when you hear that story, it's like, oh, my God, what is going on? But, y'all, realistically, when you're walking through life by yourself and you're in a house with a man who has isolated you from your family and your children and your friends and you're being beat every night, that does a number on the mind, yeah. and so I can't imagine how deep her depression got before she snapped. And so that makes me ask this question: Who was around? Her? Who was checking in on her? You know, and and how many of our friends and family are that close? You know, because we look at them, we smile at them, we say hey. Oh, I don't want to go to family reunion because they gonna have something to say. But we never really get intentional like hey is everything really okay? And get in that grill. I know I know we live in a society where we don't like that, but I really believe if we got back to that day yeah. where we really, really saw people. And I'm not saying I see you from across your mind, I mean, but see them as who God made them. A lot of this wouldn't be.
1: That's it. Yeah. And yeah. The church has to get to that point as well. That's one big thing. The same young lady, people looked at her side eye when she did certain things. Yeah. But... Oh, because she doesn't praise God when you praise Him, or she's not dressed the way that you're dressed, we can't turn them away. Right. Um, I, I've seen many people get pushed away from the church because they're different, they look different, or they might not have the same walk or the same talk that I might have, um, but we can't push them away because that, that that's, gonna, that's gonna lead them somewhere else it's gonna take them down a the road, they shouldn't go down. And that right there, that's gonna, that's gonna lead them to depression, lead them to go into the church, lead them away from God, lead them away from things that they shouldn't be going after. But we have to take the men and love them, like Nicole said. We have to show that love because you never know when somebody's on that last breaking point, where one hug, one high five, one anything could just turn them left opposed to going to the wrong way. So we have to make sure we love them the way that Jesus and God will love them, and not look at them, you know, with our nose up in the air. We're too, too holy, and too mighty for it. Uh,
2: in my opinion, from from my expertise, I I graduated from I graduated from school as an engineer, and so. People say, oh, you're an engineer, you're smart. And you're like, yeah, I guess you gotta be smart, but that's not why people, that's why not why people need engineers in the world. We don't You don't need engineers because they're smart. You need engineers for their problem solving skills. And a part of a problem solving skill is you gotta understand the problem. And I feel like a lot of people that are depressed, they have a problem and people don't wanna get to the point where they understand it. They don't even wanna take the time out to understand what the problem is. That's why they give them this, his bad advice and his real like real um cardboard real um standard standard opinion on things and not really understanding what's going on and what's really going on and that leads to like like we said, it leads to a deeper depression and depression is deep it goes to a deep deep dark hole deeper than something places places that you just won't understand till you snap yeah so and then oh.
0: sometimes when you snap, you don't come back. No. So like, you know.
2: That flash ain't gonna do nothing for you. Right. Um, I feel like, hey, if you feel like somebody's depressed or they are getting worse, you really need to sit down and take your time and whatever you got going on that you you think it ain't that serious, take a time to see what's really going on with them. See so if right. you can help. Talk. Might save a life. And,
0: I, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I, within the last month and a half, was probably two clicks from a depression. Probably two clips. I got some news that people don't get. Like, (laughs) I got news that people don't get. And I was worried about my career. I'm worried about my status in the church. I'm worried about um, how I'm gonna proceed with the next 50, 60, 70 years of my life. And I'll be honest with you, my friends and my family did not react the way I thought. I thought I was gonna get shunned. I thought that people were gonna be looking at me crazy. And everybody that I talked to, met me with love. And I think that they met me with love, A, because of the relationships we have, but B, because God saw that I need you to be stable-minded right now. And so when I start to think about, I kind of, you know, I'm not an emotional person, but I kind of, if I was an emotional person, would probably cry. Uh, But because I'm not an emotional person, (laughs) I I didn't cry. But when I start to think about how well-received people were and how much love I was met with. I know for a fact that if it would have gone the other way, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. I'd be locked up in my house somewhere. And so when I can see the difference, take the time, take the time. Because you're worth it and you're worth it. Because we have relationships. So there's gotta be somebody in your life that this fast-paced life can pause for just so that you can lift them out of it. Well, y'all, that's about all I have for this
2: topic.
0: I like that. That was a good one. Well, good folks, this has been Unchurched, and I'm Reverend Kojo. I've got my friend Braxton here and Minister Jamar
1: here. Tune in next week for the next episode of Unchurched.